0: The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Avalon HR.
1: News Radio ninety two three. It is the Pensacola Expert Panel and I'm Jen Casey. I am here with Avalon HR Stacy and your um, name is Chip. Chuck. I know your name is Chip. <laughs> I was trying to think of what I wanted to say next. She just called you Chuck.
0: She does that because that happened one day. Well, that's a long story.
1: So. <laughs> oh, no, we want to know.
0: Well, I was at Chick-fil-A, and every time they say, what's your name? I go, Chip. They always say, thank you, Chuck.
1: <gasps>
2: so,
0: And they always write it on the bag. And
2: every time he comes back with a bag from Chick-fil-A, it says Chuck. And I'm always like, whose food do you have, Chuck?
1: Well, that's a kind of a funny story. Yeah, so no, that's I mean, okay. Can we work with it? It's I mean, let's work with that, because I do work at Chick-fil-A at the airport, well, Chuck. I, I know. P-
2: I picked the better <laughs> I one. I picked the better one because one day he came in with a bag that said Tiffany and i was like you can pick you're going to be chuck or you're going to be tiffany
1: <laughs> but you're not going to be both right nope so we went with chuck
2: although
0: that kind of probably goes against public demand nowadays but
1: anyway ooh hr hr no, you're hr no, sir no no public demand no he's
2: in sales that's why he's not in hr <laughs> i'm in hr i'm, I'm not an
1: HR. in hr you have to rein him in don't you i can tell
0: You know,
2: a lot of times you have
0: business owners that want to know things and uh, about their business or what they're doing, and sometimes Stacy has to tell them, uh, no, you can't do that. And
2: um, And sometimes I have to tell employees, no, you cannot do that. And with our changing climate, changing workforce, um, some things that have come up that we'll just go ahead and, and touch on that, you know, are not the most comfortable, but that's kind of um, one of the things we do is handle those uncomfortable situations and conversations. When it comes to identifying your gender for your employer, you can call yourself a chicken, but until the U.S. government change your ID and is agreement with the fact that you're a chicken, you are not a chicken So you must go with the current gender that you are recognized by the U.S. government and your documentations. For employment purposes, those records must match. I cannot have a set of IDs that identify you as one gender and you self-identify as another in the system. You may certainly put a preferred nickname, a preferred pronoun, but I cannot legally change your gender until you have gone through the process of having it changed with the government. All your IDs must match. Okay. And again, if you choose to call yourself a chicken, that is perfectly fine with me. I do not care, but I cannot put you in the system as a chicken until the government has agreed and issued documentation stating you are such. Hmm. And some people don't like that. I was going to
1: out my next. My question was, what is the response to that? Not always positive, I'm sure. No, No. it
2: it absolutely is not. But at the same time, with um, the government as a whole, Florida in particular cracking down on their e-verify regulations and laws and things that are still coming with those regulations, it is absolutely imperative that the information match. Or it could be a fine for the employer. There's no real consequence to the employee, but there could be a fine for the employer, Um, It could be construed as um, sloppy record-keeping, inaccurate record-keeping, falsification of records. And that's just too big of a risk for an employer to take. So the documentation, everything must match. And if you don't like that and you wish to change your gender, you may do so, but you've got to go through all the proper channels to have that done. Okay. All right.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, it does.
0: I mean, you you have to... Whether we like the law or not like the law, it's it's not us, to us to change the law. Right. You know, there's people that we elect to do those things, and whether they do their job or not is usually in question. But,
1: yeah. <laughs> Look, I can, I can already tell Chip, you're wanting to go down roads. We're not going to go down, okay? <laughs> well, he is
2: trying to <laughs> no, do No, we're
1: so not too doing early that. on a Wednesday <laughs> to we're try
2: not doing me that. on this level. But, no, I mean, that's what we, we've got. You know, some other things, some things. Um, coming up that employers don't like. We have another minimum wage increase coming at the end of this month. And
0: a lot of employers don't even know it.
2: Don't know it, don't like it. We've had um, our payroll folks have added a tagline to their email addresses for the last month, you know, just advising their clients that this is coming. Um, And it's not something I get angry phone calls about this every year. And You know, I'll certainly listen and I'll let you vent. I have a list of organizations that you can call and complain that are advocating on behalf of business owners to stop this, especially restaurants because it affects the tipped employees as well. But I'm not the person that made that decision. No one in Avalon HR made the decision on their own. Oh, hey, we're just gonna raise minimum wage for your employees. This is a statewide thing. It was voted on by the population of Florida, it passed. And again, it's just one of those things that we are by law have to follow through right. and we will help you out. Like I said, I keep a list of agencies that are advocating for business owners and restaurants to, to do something about this. So far, mm. you know, this is your three. this has not been successful, um, but they are still trying. And those are the people, you know, that can help you, in this fight, we again just have to follow what the law says. What listen. is the
1: minimum wage?
2: It will be going up to thirteen and I believe eight ninety eight for for tipped employees at the end of the month. What? Yeah, hmm. yeah. We're slowly that graduated fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage. It's a it's a graduated program. Yeah, they're getting
0: it up to fifteen in an, an, an hour. Middle.
1: There, that's the goal yes,
0: yes, that's the goal And it's already set in stone But it's just It's an incremental Type thing Well, And, what, it, and that should affect you And your other Business that you I was I was
2: off what, On September 30th The hourly wage will become uh, Minimum hourly wage will become 12 and eight ninety eight For tipped employees I was right on that But I was thinking We were another dollar ahead hmm. And then next year It will go up again To 13 an hour It's,
0: it's like a jo- dog Chasing its tail Yeah and, and um, I understand people need more money. I do honestly understand that because everything is going up. But I don't, know how, I, I don't have an answer for how to break the cycle, but everybody wants 15 and $20 an hour, which I, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But don't be griping when that hamburger you want costs $20 because everybody's just going to keep passing this on to the consumer. And the consumer is going to get to the point where, you know, we're pricing a lot of things out of the market.
1: What about um, I saw something on a new show I was watching the other day when now there's there's coming to the point, you know, you have the little thing that you sign and the tip is already included and people aren't wanting to leave it, leave a tip because like you're you're tipping yourself out already. So,
0: well, uh, that's a good point because I was at a restaurant not too long ago and they had put 20 percent on the on the bill. Oh, okay you just you know I right. usually tip 25% so you just right. save me money. Yeah. But but a lot of these things I I you can ask anybody in the restaurant business. I'd say 90% of the people that work there what tip stands for and not anybody can tell you.
2: I can. What to, <laughs> to ensure, ensure promptness. Prompt, prompt service. Yeah. Prompt proper service. Yep. To
1: ensure proper service. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and not just in restaurants. Hair, hair. It doesn't yeah. matter where it is.
2: Everywhere you go, yeah, yeah, you get that little iPad flip asking you to leave a tip. Not even for a service, just purchasing a good. Yeah, do you want to leave a tip? Random popcorn, con- cotton candy vendors. Do you want? All she did was hand me a container, or I picked it up myself, and you rang it up. Well, I, you know, yeah. everything has that that tip. Everything. And then tips
0: have to be reported. On payroll because it's part of wages
2: it's part of income there's taxes and withholdings and
0: so when all that happens i mean it like i said it's a vicious circle and and uh that's why people need us so we can uh we can help them navigate these these weird avenues and uh we do this on a daily basis we work with a lot of restaurants we work with uh tipped employees all day long and and recently, I just saw where there's a new restaurant that's gone into Pensacola, um, that they're they're actually paying people based on tipped wages. They're going to pay everybody according to tips.
1: And is that like working on commission?
2: Somewhat, because they say they put the employees through training to enhance or upsell as it was in my restaurant days, you know, how to upsell to add mm-hmm. more money to the, the bill and hopefully um, improve your tip. But they say they provide the training and the resources for all employees to get that number where they are earning a, I think they refer to it as a livable wage is what their verbiage was.
0: Well, I see I see problems with this. Uh, and and Stacy can probably add more to this than i can but i see problems where you have a restaurant where all these people are working based on tips and you've got somebody over on this side of the room that really isn't doing a whole lot Mm. and the three of us Mm -hmm. are busting busting ourselves to try to make some money and this one over there is going to make equal to what we made and they're not doing anything so I don't know about attitudes, but I think that that's not going to go well in the long run.
2: Well, and right. then there will be a percentage of them that think, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of service that I provide to you, there's already 20% added to your bill. So where's my motivation to even go above and beyond when I'm guaranteed that money?
0: Correct. And there again, I, I'm not a big um, – I know why they do it. Uh, usually it's a party of six or more where they'll add 20% onto the total table. Right. Um I know what they, they do that because they're afraid of, of not anybody making any money out of this thing. Yeah. But when you're, when you're tipping somebody, I tip based on how well they've done. If, they, if, they've, if they've really – and I eat out enough where I know the difference between good service and bad service. And if I get really good service, I'm going to give you really good, a really good tip. If I don't really get good service and I'm just sort of an afterthought – so to speak it's not going to go well
2: (laughs) so your tip will also be an afterthought yes oh yes
0: so uh and that's truthfully that's that's the way it should be and that that should keep everybody motivated to do their best when they're in the food service business now granted that there has been a real tough time on a lot of restaurateurs that are trying to replenish their staff after covid yeah and they're still doing that
1: yes yes we are and finding people that have a work ethic i mean um that's a whole that's a whole challenge within and of itself they uh so you're dealing with a lot of challenges when you're hiring people and letting a lot of people go and uh you know, something Stacy said the last time y'all were on, y'all went home that home. I went to my other job that very day and had to let someone else go because it just resonated with me. I had this conversation with you. And just because I like you, you know, and, you know, I'm going to have that conversation again today. And it's, t- it's exhausting. You know, it's really mentally and emotionally exhausting. But to find uh, people that will work, I mean, we're looking in a new pool. We're, we're looking for uh, men and women my age, y'all's age, because we know how to work. Right. You know, yeah. and we and we have well, manners. We were brought up in that. Yeah. Uh,
0: in that work ethic. Now, yeah. now a lot of uh, what we see uh, and and of course, not every day. No,
1: it's, it's not everybody. This but, is not. Yeah. Everyone. This isn't meant to yeah.
0: target any particular group at all. But you you just have people that are just kind of going, well, you know, uh, I'm just going to I've gotten used to working from home and now I want to work from home and I'm not going back to an office yeah. and. And, uh, you know, and, and that goes well. And I've said it before in a jokingly manner. You know, um, if you're a bartender, you're not going to do well working from home. You know. Very
1: good. Well, just let's just let's go on that. Let's go on that sure. note. So I've opened a new bar or a new small restaurant, and I'm just starting out with five people. Mm-hmm. How can you help me?
0: Well, number one, we'll make sure your employee manuals are correct. OK. And you must you don't. I guess necessarily have to, but it is very good advice to put together an employee manual which covers everything from wardrobe, which you can wear to work, which you can't wear to work, which you should wear to work, um, to attitudes, to wages, to days off, to uh, any anything. Stacy, Stacy pretty much does these we do it by the business if it's a restaurant we we can write a manual it's like i'll write a safety manual okay. and it'll be specific to a restaurant so it's not going to have a whole lot of forklift training in it if you're right. operating a restaurant right. but if you're operating an industrial type business we can provide the forklift training we can provide uh slip and fall protection we can do all of these different things to help you out and we can put this in in the manual according to your business an
2: employee handbook yeah. and their onboarding documentation are your number one frontline best defense against wrongful termination, against unemployment claims, um, several things that those protect you from. Uh, one of the things that w- we have a client that's acquiring a new company, and they sent me this company's handbook, and they're like, hey, would you mind you know taking a look at this and see what we may need to um, take out or update And this was hands down, I think, it may now hold the record for the most terrifying handbook I've ever reviewed in my life. Um, First, if the word tolerated in the sentence will not be tolerated was used once, it appeared no less than 70 times. This handbook dictated what you could do on your personal time. Oh. Even though it had absolutely no direct relation to the business. You know, I always tell people, and this is what I, I taught school, I taught eighth grade business education, and I would tell my students, you know, once you have a job, you are a reflection in some part of that employer. People associate you with that employer. And you don't want to do things that could put, you know, your employer in a negative light or cause people to think negatively about your employer. You're certainly entitled to you know do things on your own time but you don't necessarily need to broadcast that to the whole world that applies on different levels depending on what your job is and where you're working of course you know but there, there are some things that is just not smart for you to associate yourself with when you if you're in a certain line of of business so be mindful of that be careful of that but this documentation in the handbooks we have people sign i'll refer to that more times well daily in fighting unemployment claims and wrongful termination and the number of people who i had the conversation with do you remember signing this document in your onboarding i didn't read it i just signed everything well that is your responsibility because if you had read it and realized you know what you were acknowledging you would know what you've done wrong and i will send them a copy Mm -hmm. of their signed agreement stating they would or would not do this and They know what they did or did not do. And nine and a half times out of ten, that ends the conversation. Because it's very black and white. You read it. You signed it. You acknowledged it. And then you broke that rule. We're done. Mm. So it's very important. I always tell people, read your pre-employment paperwork. Know what you're signing. Know what you're agreeing to. And as an employer, make sure what you have in there is legal. Make sure that you're not putting something in there that You you cannot dictate to this extent in this business what this employee does on their time off. And different states have different requirements for paperwork. Texas has a whole other set of paperwork that has to be in employee onboarding regarding um, issue of equipment and um, payroll deductions. They require their own state-specific documents. Those have to be in the onboarding. And we can make sure that you have all those things. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to worry about it. Um, As a new restaurant of five people, we can provide all your onboarding, do your unemployment taxes, your state taxes, um, get your people trained. We can provide training. We have a vast training library of topics that we can assign to your employees. Slip, trip, and falls, proper bending techniques, chemical safety. You name it, we have it. We make sure you're 100%
0: in compliance with all the state and federal regulations. So and, yeah,
1: uh, and you no. Know, so no matter, like it is five people, and that's real. I've known people who've done that. Yeah, you're there. Well, there three people. I yeah, mean, you know,
0: yeah. Y- y- you still, you still have to make sure that you are in compliant with all yeah. these, because somebody somewhere, if you're not, they're gonna find out. It may not be today or tomorrow, but, but when they, they, they do sooner or later, uh, they they, no one wants to be made an example of.
1: Yeah, so. and so that's Avalon HR you're going to be there for them no matter how small you said even three absolutely right no matter what the business is this is the pensacola expert panel and i am talking with avalon hr chip and stacy they're just a wealth of information what you need to do as an employee and as an employer and uh it's every time i learn something new i learned something new (laughs) because i'm not a (laughs) so when there's a rule it surprises me to find out well I need you in my life and and, and, you
0: know it's it's that's a a point well taken because I speak with a lot of business owners and they're sometimes I'm telling them okay this is what we we need to do Mm -hmm. to kind of get this thing going and then they go well this is the way we've always done it which doesn't mean it was done right. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And and not that I'm trying to tell anybody. I do not tell anybody how to run their business, but I will tell them what is legal and what is not legal. And that sometimes can either change their mind or just keep them digging the hole deeper. So um, it's, it's good to speak with us. It really is. And we invite you to, yeah. give us a call, 475-1555. And uh, I'll be more than happy to discuss your, your new business, your existing business, uh, uh, or just if you have something you want to run across to see if it's legal or not legal. We are give not lawyers, call. but we can find out real fast for you if it's going to pass muster.
1: You have the resources yes, to help. Yes, do. do. And I never knew, never heard it put like you just put it, um, Stacy. is your front line of a defense as an employer right to set the standard and y'all do that you help people navigate that because just to say that somebody is open and they have the vision and the dream and but they don't really know the hr part that's why you're here hr has
0: changed and i'll let stacy speak to this but hr has changed so much in the last oh gosh five ten years absolutely and i've been in this business for 23 almost 24 years now
2: constantly changing covid changed a bunch of the rules Um, You know, we still have, you know, COVID cases are still happening. However, there's no longer any federal or state programs for assistance. Some companies are wanting to write their own COVID policies. They're willing to pay people so many days. Uh, We work through things like, should I require them to have a negative test to return? Should I do this? Can I do this? Uh, we, you know, we'll work through all those things and work with you to structure something that works for your business. You know, obviously, if you're a, a restaurant or a small bar of five people, you can't have four of them out at the same time and run yeah. efficiently. Um, so, you know, we can help. And you don't want a policy structured to where employees can take advantage of it, but you want it to benefit the employees. If you're, you know, legitimately trying to to relieve some of the burden make it easier for your employees to get through these difficult times you can do that without structuring in a way that you're taking advantage of as an employer and again I'm not saying everyone does this but it does happen so we can help you structure that to where your employees are getting the benefit you're not suffering unduly as the employer because you to pay them you need to make money and run your business and we can just help you find that nice balance of where you need to be
1: and that's what you do all day. Yes. You know the rules. Yes.
0: And if we're unsure on a rule, we'll find we out find before out. we yeah, get well, it to it.
1: You have the, you know the rules, and you oh, know and, the, you and have, and the we resources. have the resources. Yes, to, sir. To go to. It's Avalon HR. It's Stacy and Chip, and we want to find you on Facebook, your website. Where can we do that?
2: All of the above.
1: All of the above. Okay. Avalon. The main thing is give
2: us
0: a call 850-475-1555. Yes, four seven five one five five five. We're located one hundred South Pace
1: Boulevard here in Pensacola. All right, if you are needing uh, assistance, and if you're starting a business, trust me on this, you do. You really need some help. The guidelines change, but they will keep you in pace with them. They will let you know what you need to do. They are there for you. They're here. They're they're actually right here. You're going to talk to a real person when you call Avalon HR. Give us that number one more time, Chip, before we go. It's
0: 850-475-1555. Give us a call. Love to speak with you.
1: Avalon HR on the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jen Casey and we're going to have more information experts on for you right after this.